Set your lights to low and prepare them sex parts, because it's about to get steamy. Humor, titties, action, breasts, romance, boobs, fast action, man packs. And of course, a big shout out to Mr. Craig Blaze, because we watched this movie on YouTube and Mr. Craig Blaze was really fascinated with it. Three months in a row, he commented on the YouTube video. <laughs> Sorry I bummed you out, but I really like this movie. Yeah. Craig Blaze is my YouTube name. Oh, it, it is you? Yeah. Okay. I you love were playing. This movie. Yeah. I love this movie so much, Griff, that I just took three gla- three glasses of Duda coffee just to take myself down a little. So I'm at this I'm right this level of hype right I, now. I know. And we're gonna get elevated right back up there because right. I mean we we're it took us 25 minutes after you walked in the door because we started talking about this movie and we were starting. And then we're like, "Why aren't we just? Why aren't we recording this? Why are we wasting our time I, talking well, about?" We wasted all of our time just talking on our own, but it's that good. We're so happy to resurface this. It's like yeah. an old friend. I want to say this is probably the most sophisticated story Andy Sedaris has ever written. This is. It took us both of us two viewings to figure out what <laughs> was going on. Yeah, I mean. We're Hard. probably still wrong. Somebody probably Craig Blaze will Mr. Craig Blaze will still like correct us. Yeah. No, that ain't what happened. Hole, hole, give us an old elbow of like, hey guys, I bet you wish you were in the hot tub at fifty six forty of the movie mark. I wish I was. Yeah, <laughs> but also you. Uh... I do my best thinking in the hot tub. <laughs> There, that was said, wasn't it? Yes. I wanted to do a supercut of all the cheesy one-liners in this movie. Oh, there are too many. But I, I, w- I wanted to write them down. And I'm like, I, I ran out of my pencil, like ran out of lead. I know. You're just because... down with a nub, and you're just racing it at that right. point. And it's I'm fucking like... horrible. There, There's just too much. There's too many characters. There's too much story. Yeah. There's too much flat, like switching from locations. It takes two it's, viewings. Yeah, it's it really does. It's the most sophisticated story Andy Serious has ever done. And you can tell he's proud of it because he put himself in the movie. <laughs> well, you can tell he he knew he had a great story because it was literally I was first of all I was scared for a second because it was literally I counted eighteen minutes till we see the first boobs in this movie. Yeah. And I was like, well, hard ticket was literally the first minute there yeah. were boobs. And I was like, Whoa, what what? what? I mean we were trying to reflect on Hard Ticket to Hawaii, and that's one of our favorite movies. And could not do it after seeing Picasso Trigger. It's just so much better. And I yet, mean, well, I have to say, allegedly, according to IMDb, the guy who played Shades is in this movie. I couldn't find him. Oh, really? There was a guy I thought was him. Do you think the guy, the blonde guy, the yeah. blonde I thought that was him. It's not him. Oh wow! So, in the first person that can point to who fucking shades is, yeah, gets a, a, a round of applause from me. Or they can come over to my house and take some candy out of the candy. Cra- bin. So, Craig, 
Craig Blaze. Mr. Craig Blaze. This is your time to shine, right? He's on it. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I had a thing. I had a thing that I wanted to say. Oh, man. I found out that there's not just an internet movie database. There is actually an internet movie firearms database out there. Some guy did it for this movie. He went through, and every scene there's a gun. He took a picture of it, explained the gun, explained how they were. I was like, why is this a thing? So the crutch gun is a real gun? Uh, <laughs> of course it is. I, I forget what they said about that. I think I was too. I think too... said killing is an art form. <laughs> yes. that, which, by the way, is the tagline to this movie is killing yes, is an killing art form. Killing is an art form. But he broke down like every gun. I was just like. Why did someone take the time to do this? But he loves hey, his guns. God bless him. Yeah. Oh, he had a lot to say about uh, Travis's Luger on that boat fight. Yeah, let me know when did did were there any Wildies, Wildy Magnums? Of course, there wasn't any Wildy. I mean, Travis couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. I mean, True. LG would have had it. Very confusing, by the way, <laughs> that there's another LG character. Cause don't we have one in? Great movie. That, Texas Chainsaw. That was too. a really underrated episode. That he was Very LT, underrated. and that's why I wrote originally LT because oh, I was confused. Okay, but it's LG. Okay, I mean I couldn't get those names right, so I was like, and I'm LG. Fucked. Just to let you know, I'm just going by somebody's review because I I was I read a couple reviews just to make sure I had it right. Like, am I? Do I know how this movie like the story goes? So I yeah. looked it up. LG, according to this guy who wrote this review, I don't know if it's free, true or not. He's Travis's uncle. So there's oh. a there's a family tie between Travis, our main hero, and LG. They're both spies working yes. in the same agency, and there's lo- well, there's a lot of nepotism going on in the Andy Sedaris world because all the heroes are named something Abilene. Rowdy was Rowdy Abilene. Travis in this movie is Travis for Abilene. Oh goddamn! Okay, I don't know what connection Andy Sedaris has to that name. But there's always the main male character is something Abilene. It's just like a family of spies. I guess. that's Or maybe it's like a code name. Like the most badass member of the agency is something Abilene. Oh, so it's like a 006 type title, 007. You get right. to be an Abilene when you hit the 00 level. Right. That makes perfect. Look at this. Andy Sedaris with the layers. layers. Just layers. the layers. I told you it's the most sophisticated Andy Sedaris movie. Easily. Yet. We haven't gotten to the other ones, but. Uh, yeah, are we gonna cover? Do you think we're gonna cover some more? <laughs> sure. You I don't think, think we'll do them all. He's got like twelve, but wow, he's got twelve. Yeah, I thought least. he only did like a there's, handful. There's definitely one. I actually just ordered it because I found it cheap on uh, some website called Seven. I think it's his first ever one because it came out in '79. We're definitely covering that one because that one looks pretty good. Okay, I'll have to watch it first, but it looks yeah. I mean, if they hold up to the story nonsense and action nonsense that these yes. ones from what, do. From the trailer, yes, it does. Yeah, because this one, everything doubles. Doubles down on characters, action, yes. titties. One-liners. Not so much asses. <laughs> you could barely. Yeah, they took away from the asses. I don't know. <laughs> there wasn't much to take away from the asses before, but they really figured out a way to get the boards in there. I mean, if people are turned the wrong way, you can barely even notice. Well, Griff. We got to get into this movie, so I'm we just going to get us should. into the trailer. So, this is the only time you're ever getting a trigger warning from us. You're gonna because your your mind, your dick, and everything in between is going to be blown when you watch. Holy shit! Picasso Trigger. Picasso Trigger. Code name for a killer. Steve Bond is Travis Abilene. 
an undercover agent with the help of an explosive force. An international mystery winds through the casinos and the countryside, the beaches and the bayous. From Paris, France to the Hawaiian Islands, the trail is hot and everybody is fatally attractive. and Travis Abilene must stop the Picasso trigger. All right. Well, we got a lot to unpack here. And, I mean, the trailer thinks it can sum it up in one and a half minutes, but we're going to take the next four hours of your time and our time to really lay <laughs> well, it all out there. I also want to point out, keep it, if anyone who writes Marvel comic movies is listening, and I know you are, this movie is super packed with fucking exposition and info, yet still... Hour and 40 minutes. And when your eyes start to glaze over from the information dump, they give you a little man action. Some pecs just popping popping at you. Dude, the budget, the the petroleum jelly budget on this fucking movie is through the roof. Everyone has glistening pecs, female and male. Glistening. And when they're not using it on their pecs, they're using it on their teeth to make them look all the shinier, which... It's completely safe to do. Is is it completely safe no, to do? No, women shouldn't even be using this. Well, <laughs> oh, I said, like I said on the commer- oh, commercial. Oh, boy. I've been telling people, go ahead, no. gloss them, well, gloss them, well, get Well, hey, don't blame us. That's all I get to say. We're not yeah, held responsible. We gave us. a disclaimer on the on the. Oh, okay, commercial. good. So the fact that, okay. Yeah. Okay. Just don't get pregnant, too. Well, Murray, we've got 45 extra characters. We need 45 extra locations. So where does this film start? We start out in Paris. Or at least stock footage of Paris. It's some good footage. Yeah, we just see like Notre Dame, Eiffel Tower, all the shit that tells you you're in Paris. We're definitely in Paris. And so we We cut to the mansion, and we have our, our homeboy, who we find out pretty quickly is Picasso Trigger. Well, yes, he's Salazar right now. He's Salazar. Okay, yeah, that's and right. And he's he's getting dressed in his sweet like uh, Miami Vice suit because yeah. it is the eighties. He's got that giant scar. He's got a giant he's pacemaker, got a pacemaker scar. Pacemaker scar. And uh, then foreshadowing. Oh yeah, foreshadowing. And then they show you very meticulously him putting on a watch, and they zoom in on it about <laughs> yes, nine they times. Do. They hit you over the head. This is. And that's why, like, they hit you over the head, yet somehow it was still confusing. I know. And so we're ruining it for you. You won't need a second. As long as you listen to this, you won't need a second viewing. You can get it all done in one. Yes. You should listen to this while you're watching it like a director's commentary. There we go. And so, and then we're also introduced to this, uh, his butler, who's like an old man who wears all black and a giant iron cross necklace. Not ominous at all. Not creepy. (laughs) I, I couldn't make out his character because... We find out that uh, Salazar is going to some R thing. Yeah. Well, first, oh. uh, his butler, I'd never, I don't think he had a name. 
He just shows up and he's like, "Sir, he has his VHS cassette." Yeah, that's right. And he puts it on, and it's a message from our other villain because, like we said, there's 45 fucking characters. 45. Ortiz, who looks like Will Ferrell from that Blue Oyster Cult skit. Yeah. Like he's got the perm. He's got the beard. He's got the, the tinted glasses. The big old tinted glasses. And he's talking. So he well, he can't, he's not. He, he's talking at Salazar because it's not a VHS cassette. <laughs> yeah. So he's just like. The agency, they killed my brother, and we, we were talking beforehand. Was this the the guy, the main villain from Hard Ticket? We can't even remember. No idea. But his brother got fucked over and like either killed or put in. I think he got killed. He might have been put in jail. But I think he got killed. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna get revenge on the agency. I'm gonna kill. So we learned this is gonna be the plot of the movie. Yeah. They're getting revenge on the agency. So this is the same in- agency that our boy Rowdy was employed by, Rowdy, yes. who's mysteriously gone in this he's on movie. another mission he's on another mission of course donna trina or whatever donna and taryn are back girl two girl one as i knew him yeah Edie's back jade's back we got a new guy travis new guy travis he's, he's the he, uh, he may be the brother we don't know he's travis abilene yeah so we learn that salazar is in he's working cahoots with ortiz to get the agency okay so he's got this uh, art showing, like you said, he's yeah. got to go to. He's he's donating the tackiest fucking painting I've ever seen of the ugliest fucking fish I've ever <laughs> seen, which apparently is a, the breed's called Picasso Traeger. Yes. And according to this movie, it's the most dangerous and most beautiful fish. It's the most dangerous fish you could find in a 10-year-old's like uh, aquarium. Yes. Because it's, it's a fucking... Bottom feeding shit, fucking fish. It's it's a monster, and he's just like he's going on. He's like he's you know he's he's showing it to these these the intelligentsia of France, and he's like this is the most beautiful thing. Like, and I'm donating it because art is beautiful, and I have to give back because he's trying to make us think he's turned a corner and he's going to be working with the agency. Yeah, supposedly he was like he was double crossing Ortiz and those bad guys and working with the agency. So and he meets up with a new character called Pantera, Ooh. and played by, uh oh, Miss November, nineteen eighty four, <laughs> Roberta Vasquez. You got your notes ready. Her turn-ons are gentle kisses, strong bodies, driving fast, and Thai food, which in eighty four was pretty ahead of her time. Bro. That really is. She's she knows what she's talking. Her about. Her turn-offs are smog, drunk drivers. And people who think they're better than everyone else. Wow. She sounds like an interesting person. She does. And very uh, introspective. How would you rate her acting in this movie? Oh. Out uh, of two breasts. Uh, her breasts are great. <laughs> but she would be on a level of, of between Dudikoff and Chuck Norris. Really? You put her that low? <laughs> She's pretty. It's pretty rough, dude. I didn't think she was that bad. Okay. She's not, she's no Matt Damon, but she's like a Ben Affleck. You know, she gets at least a seven from me. She gets the job done. She gets the, oh, that seems sexual. (laughs) You're a creep. Anyways. So they're talking, and we learn that she's also working with the agency, and she's like, I guess, the handler of Salazar, if you want to say. Agency, we refer to uh, when we refer to the good people. We just call them the agency. Yeah. What, well, that's what they're referring that's to. What, that, like, exactly. I don't know. We don't know what agency. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't know if it's CIA. It's it's their own thing. It's somehow affiliated with the FBI as well, because like there's mention of the FBI along with, but they're above them. They do have badges though. There's yes. one scene where they all start flashing their badges. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, but bad guys, uh, yeah. So there's a little exposition between them. You don't really need to know. Nothing. But then, so then he donates the 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 uh, the, the, uh, pe- trigger. the trigger. And meanwhile, the guy, the butler with the giant iron cross necklace, we see him. He's he's riding in the sidecar of a motorcycle with yeah. another guy. Like he followed, uh, he followed Salazar. Salazar right out and. And it's like, right. what is this guy doing? He's fucking creepy as shit. And then, so they they park the motorcycle like, across the street from the museum. Point Salazar side. comes out. Uh, Iron Cross guy whips out like a sniper rifle, shoots Salazar. If I had, the, I am I am firearm DB up right now. I could tell you exactly the gun he used, but I don't. Okay. Well, all you know, need to know is he killed Salazar. So they're like, oh snap, movie over, I guess. But there's more, Griff. There's a little bit more, right? Like another hour and a half. <laughs> yes, we check now. We check in our boy Travis, who I think my for my money, he's an upgrade from Rowdy. I think Travis really a lot more charisma, a lot more petroleum jelly. Well, yeah, a lot more junk in the trunk. Oh yeah, he's, he's wearing this totally like suffocating speedo, and he's like <laughs> he's on the Malibu Express uh, boat that. That we saw actually in Hard Ticket to Hawaii too. Uh, yeah, and he gets a call from his uncle LG, who's like, I'm guessing the head of the agency. I don't know. He's a higher up. Yeah, and we mentioned earlier he's like the uncle. Yes, and he's played by the great Gooch Kook. That's his name. We saw the last time we saw him. He's no stranger to Golden Globe Theater because he was the commanding officer in American Ninja One. Ooh. So the Gooch is back, and he's like filling him in. He's like, Oh yes, uh, Picasso Trigger got killed. We need you, I guess. I mean, we need you in Dallas. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna need you to we get get together. We're gonna start a plan because shit's shit's happening. So already we've been to Paris. We've been to Malibu, Hawaii. I guess Hawaii. Yeah. We've been Texas, Texas, and now we're going to Vegas. Got it. We got to jump over to Vegas, and it, where we. Usually the first time you're watching this, you're fucking confused. But don't worry. <laughs> Griff and Tam are going to guide we'll you through it. We'll hold your hand. We'll guide you through it. Exactly. Where we see good old Patty Cakes from the first movie. She's back. And she's got a partner, Kim. Ugh. And they have the worst dance act, if you can call it that. Yeah. It, it's so bad. I could see like a Def Jam comedy guy doing a whole white people dance like this, black people dance like that routine around it. It's so fucking it bad. It is Cringy, bad, and they're bad. dancing like like in cowgirl outfits. Yeah, so we know Patty Cakes from the first movie. We're introduced to Kim, oh, played boy. by Miss May nineteen eighty two. Kim with a Kim with a Y. Kim with a Malin. Y. Her Where turn ons are being naked on a fur in front of a fireplace. Wow, with a good bottle of wine and her favorite man. Okay, very specific. <laughs> yeah, she really. Get into that, oh, and that's all. That was her only turn on. I wonder if she ever went on to be like a PETA person. <laughs> I don't know. Her turn offs: jealousy, over possessiveness, people with no patience, and closed minded people. Mm. The fireplace and the patience go one and one. I mean, that's just Zen talk right there. So they're doing their awful dance routine. Awful. And but who's watching? Why it's our buddy Chavo and Glenn. Chavo and Glenn. Who are like henchmen for a, a character, because like I said, there's a million characters in the movie. Million. Mr. Patterson, who's a white slave trader and snuff film enthusiast. Uh, yeah. Was that the guy with the the super deep sweater? Maybe. I don't remember. He, he, he's, he's only in one scene he gets killed. 
too many. But characters. so they're like talking up this girl because they're white slavers. They're trying to like, oh yeah, we got opportunities for you, but we're really going to kidnap on the selling to slavery. Oh wow, I missed that completely. Yeah, yeah, that was their thing. Wow. Okay, so Chavo. Was... By the way, it's actually his name's actually Chavo, but I heard Chavo too, so we're going to say I, Chavo. I heard Chavo the whole time. Yeah, it was uh, Glenn was the guy I was just thinking of. Yeah. So while that's going on, because we 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 need more characters, we more also characters, we also have more characters from the agency that are watching these guys. Yeah, because not only are Patty and Kim who are part of the agency, like they're doing a sting operation with these guys. We yes. also have this one of the sons from Home Improvement on steroids, on steroids, <laughs> and some schlubby Danny DeVito type guy. Yes. And they're all like, oh, man, they're pulling us off the case. Uh, yeah. What do these girls got that that we don't have? And uh, the home improvement kid is just like, what do you mean? <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> they have a cute connection, those two, though, the home improvement right. guy and the fat guy. Right, yeah, you tell, they like, love each other. Exactly. And But they're not very good at being undercover because Chavo and uh, Glenn are, right, are on them. Yeah. And I think I actually I think Mr. Patterson was in this scene because he's like, you got those tracking devices? And he's like, yeah, put them on these flowers right here. He just did it through phone. OK, he phoned them in. And so these guys are like, well, we got to go back to fucking up like L.A. or wherever the fuck. Uh, yeah. We're getting called in. You know, we're letting the agency like the, the badass sexy people take over. Exactly. So they get, and I love how there's a scene because they have this this piece of shit car, and they have to have like because the reason they have a piece of shit car is getting blown up later, and they don't want to blow up a nice car. Yeah. So they're like, oh, the agency even gives us this shitty car. I know. You know? So like a woman comes up from the bar, like uh, Glenn had paid her off, and he's like, right. hey, give those two boys, you know, these flowers for right. being so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> cooperative or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they pin they pin these yeah, uh she, you know she pins on with a tracking device. Yep. And they and then they go on their merry way. And so they're just gonna drive back to like LA. And they specifically say we're gonna take the back routes. Right. Back routes <laughs> back roads since, you know, the agency didn't even bother to give us a good car. So they're out of the back roads. All of a sudden a helicopter comes out of nowhere. Oh man. And of course Bad shit's gonna happen. Yeah. So Chavo or Glenn, I don't remember which, is like in the helicopter. Yeah, and does he shoot like a bazooka at him or something? It's supposed to be a bazooka. Okay, and uh, Brad, I think that was his name in Home Improvement. He's like, you gotta pull over, man. They got a they got a <laughs> rocket launcher. Or probably said bazooka. Uh, and so fat guy like is like, oh, I don't know where to park. And it's like we're in the middle of the desert. Park anywhere. So. They pull over. He gets out a little handgun, and then the gun, the rocket launcher in question, looks like a flamethrower. And in fact, when they shoot it, it looks like a flame. Well, what is our, our uh, IMDb gun fancy? Uh, the first gun, by the way, was a Carabiner ninety-eight K. They did not mention this rocket launcher. Uh-huh. This rocket so launcher. so much for that, guys. You know, yeah, I'm gonna write them right now and let <laughs> them know. You they, ruined our podcast. They even got the CCTV <laughs> missile launcher. Here's your cr- crutch weapon system. <laughs> so they get blown to shit. So now we got to go to Hawaii because we haven't been to enough locations in the first 10 minutes of the movie. So uh, the, we're, we're, we're... Look at it. It's just <laughs> a, It looks like just a flamethrower. Probably is. Yeah. So we're back to Edie's, which is the cover for one of our agents. It's a restaurant in Hawaii. And she's talking to some other members of the agency who are getting finally getting pulled out of cover, and they're going to go live their civilian life. Yep. 
And this is where we meet. Uh, Murray, is this? Are we talking about on the the boat with Donna? No, no, no. Okay. This is this is before the boat. Okay. This Sorry. is this is the uh, uh, killing before the boat killing. Got it. So yeah, what right. happens is there's these couple and they're gonna they're getting pulled out on cover, yeah. but they get because there's a lot of because you gotta remember this is '88, so there's a lot of pagers in this movie yeah. with like little texts on them. So they get this. They get a text like because Ortiz is orchestrating all of this. He's his whole plan is to kill every agency member that fucked over his brother. Yeah. So this this character who I thought was our man Shades, our favorite character from Heart Takes oh. Hawaii. I don't think it is. It, it is not him. I it thought is. it was him. I can't recognize him because he's not wearing shades. Okay. I liked these two. Ow. Yeah. I don't. I didn't write their names down because there were way too many fucking Clayton names. And something else. Okay. I was just gonna say not Shades and Chachi because the other guy looked like Scott Bale from Happy Days. He did. And so their job is to kill these nobody characters we who weren't even in any of the movies, so we don't care about them. So they do it, and as soon as they're done, they they text back on their pager, give them a lay, blow them away. So they get killed. We don't care because they're minor characters. Now, finally, finally, we're, finally, we're 18 minutes into this fucking movie. I was getting scared. I was like, "What? did Andy Sedaris write this or direct this? Did I fuck up? There's no tits. <laughs> Thankfully, Donna's there for us because Donna and Taryn are on a boat. And they're waking up in their lingerie, and then Taryn's like, "I gotta take a shower." Yeah, but of course, like one of them is laying in bed a little longer, and she's just right. rolling. Taryn's around a little her, lazier in, a, in her lingerie, so you get to see her butt, you get to see some side boob. Right, and then she. So while Donna, we see her showering. Yeah, and then they click back to Taryn just getting out of her outfit. She's putting on an outfit, uh, like a wetsuit outfit, very similar to Michael Dudikoff's from American Ninja Two. Very. Was the same brand, <laughs> probably, but sexy, but sexier for sure. Instead of the zipper being in the back like Dudikoff's was, theirs is in the front. Right. So that I think the Dudikoff had it on backwards because <laughs> he's so fucking retarded. <laughs> wow, this is possible. <laughs> I didn't explore that possibility. So the girls, yeah. they're gonna, they're going to go uh, looking for samples for Jade because Jade's cover is he works at SeaWorld. Yeah, or Sea Life is what his place is called. The knockoff yeah. of SeaWorld. With it's got the dancing dolphin. Instead of Shamu, it's like Shamwow or something uh, like that. That's a different thing entirely. Oh, sorry. And so they're so they get out the boat. Meanwhile, uh, not shades and uh, Chachi are like watching the boat. They didn't notice that Taryn and uh, Donna got off the boat. Yeah. So this is another thing I've noticed about Andy Stairs. He loves radio controlled toys. He fucking loves it. <laughs> so he this loves one because we had a we had a helicopter in the last movie, and this one we have an airplane. Yeah. So so uh, not shades starts flying this airplane, which has a bomb on it. Yes. And. And Don and Taryn, meanwhile, are like they they got up on the shore and yeah. they're like, "Hey, look at that! That's so sweet, it's so cute." You think they would be a little bit more <laughs> on edge because they were around the uh, oh the helicopter just dropped drugs off. Well, somebody pointed out in a review I read, nobody is freaked out at all about these. Everyone's trying to assassinate them. They're totally chill know, about it. I know, like they put the word out, like, "Hey, all these people are getting killed," and that's just... how badass the agency is. They're like, "Yeah, yeah uh huh." It's Tuesday. <laughs> so it's a Thursday, as you will talk oh, about later on. Oh, my God. On. That Those cut-ins for the days of the week <laughs> scared me a little bit. So they're just, they're, just, they're oblivious. They're just like, oh, this looks that's adorable. It looks like our plane that we drive when we're in yeah, our car cargo. the Malaku Express. Malaku? Malakai? Malibu. No, their plane is called the Ma- Malakai or something. Okay. I don't know. Who cares? Exactly. So, but and then so they just ram the the uh, airplane into the boat, blows it up. 
Taryn and uh, and Donna, they don't care. They rented it, so they don't yeah. give a shit. But so, they're a little miffed. They're like, ooh, that's weird. Yeah. And so, and then, then, the, then the guys are like, Chachi and Not Shades, like, yeah, we we got them. They sent another text, like, uh, you know, if they drown, we won't go down, or I don't yeah. know, like that. I, oh, man, they're so, they're so cheesy, <laughs> but they were worth remembering, and I failed. So... Now Guess what, Griff? We need to go to another city. So now we go to the Texas ranch where bad man Gooch, LG, lives. Oh, LG. L- LG, little Gooch. Little Gooch. And he's Gooch. talking with his man, like uh, Lopez, who okay. is, I think, the brother of Senor Benjamin, because he's a Mexican guy who takes care of his, his uh, uh, landscaping. Estate. And he's like, hey... Hey Lopez, we're gonna have sandwiches. Why don't you go and go pick them up? Yeah. So Lopez gets in his jeep, takes off. We see these mysterious characters off in the distance. What did? How did they? Did they have another like radio control thing? The they, they had another radio control <laughs> again. Sedaris loves radio activated bombs and all that stuff. So the jeep just blows the fuck up, and LG's like, "Oh shit!" You know, I got to get the agency together. Uh, yeah. He he knows that they think he's dead, so he's like, "I got the edge on them." So we so, th- we think we have another goofed kill. So, Jay. So then, so Pantera is going to meet up with Travis yeah. in Dallas, where LG is at. Yeah. So while that's happening, we have a little cutaway to our band, The Professor. There's a lot of cutaways in this movie. So, a lot it, of characters, it's gonna, a lot of locations. It all comes together later on in the movie. Because we've been in a location for five minutes, and that's too long. So you have to cut away back to Hawaii. Uh, yeah. They're, like, they're really trying to just like drain your attention here because it's yeah. fucking so many cuts. And, and this only thing we learn in this scene is a professor. He's a horny old guy. He's got a chick. He's got played it. by... Oh my God! It's January 1971. Liv Lindelin. I couldn't find her data sheet, so I don't know what the fuck her turn on turn offs are. She's Norwegian, so I'm gonna say fjords and whale blubber are turn ons. Her turn offs are Eskimos. Okay. And so we said we had a little, little sweet little banter where he's like, "I got a lot of uh, devices for you." Yeah, because she's like, "Oh, you're getting me all horny," and he's like, uh, "I don't know if I can take care of you." And she's like, "Well, you better." And he's like, "I got a lot of instruments back at home." <laughs> he is the what is the Bond he's the guy? Q. Q? Yeah, yeah, he's the Q he's the of Q. the agency. He comes so, up with a lot of stupid looking <laughs> devices. Yeah, he's got <laughs> everything is just a bomb you attach to something. <laughs> yeah. That's all his devices. <laughs> And then the crutch gun. That was his yeah, coup de grace. That was, you're right. But okay, killing is an art form. It like killing is an art form. So he So had, we've been we've been with, with Professor for like two minutes. We gotta go to another location. He he uh his purpose is to give them devices yes. and he had the private plane because LG's like, dude, every you gotta lay low. He's right. the only person meant to lay low. <laughs> like he's uh, Travis was the center point. They're like, you right. have to lay low. Okay. So private plane, he's like, take a private car then and go meet up with my lady, Pantera. Right. So we're wondering, what's going on with Dan, Don and Taryn? Well, they're they're hitchhiking. Because they took it totally like, hey, it wasn't our boat. Who cares? Like, they're totally cool. Like, Well, we I would go died. check out that boat. I'd leave it. What What are you going to do with that boat? You fucking leave, man. You gotta get out of there. No, but I'm just saying is like they're very nonchalant. Like oh, they're not oh, like yeah. they're not like holy shit. We got to get a hold of the agency. Well, the agency no... will get them a new boat. I'm not. I don't care about the boat. Griff. I'm talking about their. I'm talking about, about their lives. 
Well, That's what I'm nonchalant about. Okay. They're nonchalant about it. I'm serious. I care about Don and Darren. I've known them for two movies Well, now. you're going to be very disappointed to know that they find a road, and the first person who drives down it, they're like, hey, give us a ride. Right. Totally. Then hitchhiker could have been anybody. Stranger danger. Yeah. But, but he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. And he takes them to the Sugar Canyon train, which... Sugar Canyon train. While they're waiting, checking out, they're macking on some guys, they're checking them out, and then... And then Taryn goes, hey, is is that, you think that, is that a snorkel in his pocket? She says it with a very, like. Donna, and I'm sorry, Donna had the greatest deadpan. She's like, it is a snorkel. Yeah. She's like, it is a snorkel, This Taryn. was easily the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Is that a snorkel in your pocket? Like, she did a weird voice, and then Donna yeah. was just like, like that is a snorkel. <laughs> and then they get, so they get on the train, and they start talking and about, like, well, you think someone's trying to kill us? And then this is after, I, I thought this was a funny line because Don is like the government would never let the any, FBI. They would never let anything happen to us. Meanwhile, we just had like uh, like ten years ago that that uh, if that CIA agent who got outed by our government because yeah. somebody was pissed off with her husband. Yeah. And so I thought that was a little funny. So they so they uh they take a hitch a ride to their their boat. Yep. Not their boat, their fucking airplane, and they're get you know they're gonna go back to Malibu, I believe. Yeah, some. I, where, th- I thought everything's in Molokai. That's what I always. Thought. Yeah, exactly. I right. think I think I think they fly over to Molokai. So while that's going on, we cut to Jade. We got to go to another fucking location. Oh, so our man Jade. For a second, I thought he'd cut his hair, and I was fucking really upset. Yes, because he's got that sweet scorpion tail. Right, but don't worry, guys. He still has the black scorpion tail, but it's on the side now. So it was like, I, the, from the direction we saw him, it was on the opposite side. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit, he cut his hair. No, it's still there. It's still beautiful. It's still long. And he's wearing, he's, his cover is, he's running like SeaWorld. Yes. And he's wearing a leather outfit. <laughs> he's got was like, it leather? Yes. Oh. He has leather pants and a leather shirt with no sleeves and Always his shirts are always open to the navel. Always, I thought it was like a like a janitor or like construction person, like the onesie kind of outfit where you coveralls. I, it it could have been, but it but, looked like it was leather. Yes, it looked leather. And then of course me. it's just open. <laughs> There's not even a zipper anymore. He just cuts a giant V <laughs> right. down just below the you know, just above where the the fun. And so he goes to his office, which is some like. It was a cool office. Well, yeah, it had one wall was just the it, aquarium. It's underground, so you see like the tank. It was, right, it's pretty cool. And, he, and he, there's probably a Picasso trigger floating there somewhere. There might have been. And he 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 checks in with the girls. Yeah, it's and, like come back here because I guess he's already on Molokai. Because he's I, there's so many locations right now. I have no idea. Let's where Let's just we're assume at. he's in Molokai because <laughs> he's like come here, report to me as soon as you get here, and we're gonna you know we're gonna figure this out. So we cut back. We, we got to go to another location. Go. <laughs> so we go to Dallas. Fuck. Travis in his like, I don't know, was it a Ferrari? It was some douchebag car. It was a, I don't do vehicles. It was yeah, a douchebag car. Yeah. So it was like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. It wasn't a Lamborghini, but it was that kind of car. And he's, he's driving that, rocking his fucking denim on denim outfit. Mm. He's got the fucking jeans, giant ass fucking belt buckle. Giant. He's got the giant heeled cowboy boots on because he looked like he was like 5'6 or something. Yeah. And he's got the fucking denim jacket with the sleeves pushed up to the elbows. Yep. He's rocking it. 1988, that, you couldn't look any flyer oh, than boy. what he was looking at. Oh, I think it was even stonewashed. And down. we're not the only ones impressed because he's going to meet Pantera. Pantera. Right. And he opens the door and she's immediately just like, 
Wow. Well, what we learn is they have a history. They have a history. They went to school together. And he was the quarterback, right. and she was just another woman on his conquest. <laughs> yeah, another conquest. Another right. notch in the belt. And he's like, hey, baby, it was you were more than that. Yeah, now that he, she answers the door in lingerie <laughs> and, like, an open robe. And so he's just, like, hard on immediately. Um, <clears throat> so she's like, let me change in something more comfortable. Uh, yeah. You know, she's practically naked. And he's like, all right, I'll just stick, stand back here with your cat. So, of course, the cats... Well, well, I also want to point out, before she does that, they make the comment, this fucking place is tacky as shit. <laughs> and Donald Trump tacky. Yes. And he's like, oh, my God, this is so elegant. This must have cost, like, a fortune. He's like, yeah. well, there are some benefits to being a spy. Your you know? house is wall-to-wall money. <laughs> that was what he said. Yeah. Oh, God. There There's, was like, a... horse statues and shit in it. There, and... there was another really good line that I, I just... It, I had it, and it slipped me. Um, but, of course, you know, she changes... It, she still got the lingerie on. She just put well, she's some, got she got bustier like a Madonna bustier, from yeah. Made, and she's wearing jeans with the like holes all thrown, just r- torn to shreds. Asses hanging out of it right. and everything. Um, and of course he's like, "Hey, this this cat likes me," and she's like, "This cat's a good judge of character." And uh, you know, I like whoever it likes. And he's like, "This cat's crazy <laughs> about me." So she's like, "All right, cowboy, let's get on the road." And he tries yeah. to walk her back to the bedroom, and she's like, it, the front yet. door's yeah. this way. <laughs> Travis is so, so, so great. So, thankfully, we're not going to go anywhere else right now, <laughs> just to a bar. We're going. We're in the same city, but we're another different location. We're going to a country western bar. This was like, I think this was the time when line dancing was just getting big. So, we don't have any line dancing, but we get some country dancing. Yeah, I think Travis had bigger heels in his cowboy boots than Bantera had. Oh, oh yeah, but they're they're doing their white people dance. Yeah, just kind of like a little shoulder shimmy with a little hip wig. Got the fucking. They're both their chests are drenched in sweat for some oh, reason. Oh boy. Oh yeah. And they they start talking again about old times. Old times. And he's he's like, you know, I always thought you were great. You were the one for me. Yeah. But you you went out with that other guy. Yeah, she she was like, "What what made you leave?" And uh, or she she's saying like, "Well, I was joking around about how Travis or Travis uh, Rowdy wanted to marry me, and you just said whatever, have fun." And he was like, "That that did it. That pissed you off." She was like, "He's playing hard to get with her. She yeah. didn't get it." And he was just like, "You know, that's not my style." <laughs> so she's like, "I do know that." They took take some long swigs of their beer. They've already had fourteen. They're like, I know. Well, while that's going on in the background, we see oh, some yeah. mysterious. We see Charlie Daniels, Charlie, from Charlie Daniels band, <laughs> and a guy with a mullet and a mustache who looked like a total meth addict, dude. And they're like lurking and watching. So we're like, meth hmm. addict or method actor? <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> and if you're really paying attention, they were at the airport when Bantera yes, flew were. in. They so were. So like, hmm, what's going on with that? The, the layers again. If you watch this movie twice, you're gonna be like, "Wait a minute, what's going?" Anyways, so they go back and they just just get the fucking. I think I don't think there's no uh, preamble the, about it. They there's don't like, even turn the lights on. They don't bother to make and sure the cast. I just okay. want to say, look, we hired a Playboy playmate. This is a sex scene. There is no nudity in this sex scene. Oh no! It was, it, no, it he are, he was totally covering your tits at all times. Yeah, and I'm was. like, wait, 
I thought she was hired because I guess you're right. She got hired for her acting because she does not get naked in this movie. And I wanted to see her naked. Sorry. It's very close. I mean, like we mentioned, uh, the ass, the, the jeans were basically yeah. He on grabs ass. right, you know. He need, like pulls them up a little bit. I, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> apparently, she didn't want to get naked. Like yeah. they put her in Boo, all kinds of Pantera. uncomfortable looking outfits. <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't get naked. Yeah. But he still fucks her. Andy Sedaris must not have paid her enough. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he's probably like, babe, this is your first movie. you got to get naked. Yeah. I don't have to pay you. But she sticks to her guns and doesn't. So now, next morning, we're staying in Texas, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yes. I, we're pretty much done with all the quick cuts. Thank the fucking maker. <laughs> yes. Andy Sedaris. We have, and we have all the cast in place now. Yeah, we, we've done the character. So we're going to go through... Like the sugar cane train. It's going to be nice and smooth. <laughs> so we, this is where they're going to do a rendezvous with LG. Yes. At a place called the Big the Big Pine Lodge. Yep, Big Pine Lodge in uncertain Texas. In uncertain Texas. So they're doing more, some more exposition. They talk about how Salazar is killed. Everyone's trying to kill, like assassinate the people from the agency. Yes. What are we going to do? Meanwhile, Charlie Daniels in the background watching. Yep, and crazy mullet guy. And Travis, being the expert he is, he catches on. He's like, I don't like those guys. Oh, uh, yeah. He Devil noticed went down them at Georgia. the bar, but not enough, he didn't notice that they were trying. He was blinded by Pantera's tits, and now that he's fucked her, he's like, he's, he's cool. That's now. a good point. He, his mind's clear yeah. again. He's super zen right now. His dick is like uh, Wonder Woman's lasso. He pulled some truth out of that, that puss, too. Great, great. Uh metaphor <laughs> thank you so so he's like look pantera you go hide me and lg got some man business to do we're taking care of this yeah so they lure these guys away their plan is terrible <laughs> well they just they happen to be on a river so they go hey there's a boat here let's just take it yeah. so they get in this boat they, then charlie daniels and them steal a boat from a family both of them stole boats. Yeah. There was just boats just happened to be there. All of them stole boats. It's like it's like in the movie where you keep your car keys in your visor on your, your car, which no one does. But Naturally. these people left their keys in their boats, so they kind of deserved it when you think about it. Oh, look it. at that. I already have the guns pulled up for the ones on the boat. We got a nice Winchester so model. We get a very slow-speed boat chase. They're like it's. It looked like... like maybe this was in Florida because it hey, looked like the Everglades. Like they're going... They did know. say it was the bayou. Well, then, yeah, okay. But it's... I, so, <laughs> okay. so we get a slow speech chase, and as true as of all Abilene's, Travis can't shoot straight. So he's, like, trying to kill these guys. That is an ongoing joke. <laughs> yes. He's missing left and right, and LG's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know? And he's like, you know I can't shoot straight. Yeah. And meanwhile, Pantera knows they're going to need her. So she, like, hijacks, like, a, like a pontoon boat. And she somehow, because she she must know the area because she gets ahead of them. Yeah. And so, fucking uh, uh, Travis is just wasting bullets, not hitting anything. LG- he's, he's got a luger, <laughs> and uh, Pantera sets up camp. There's two guys, two bad guys on the boat, of yeah, course. Yeah, Charlie Daniels and the mullet guy. So. Uh, Charlie Daniels is driving the boat. Mullet guy's taking pot shots with that shotgun, which. Terrible choice of weaponry. <laughs> Pantera whips out an Armalite AR-7. I got them all right here. It's the internet <laughs> movie firearm database, man. It's a thing, and I'm going to use so it. So it's kind of like a sniper rifle. you got to put it together. Yeah. So she's just taking her time because, you know. She had it in her purse. She right. takes it all apart, puts it all together. And then she blows away a mullet guy. Yeah. 
And then LG's like, God damn it, Lim, you drive and I'll shoot. <laughs> LG with first shot kills Charlie Daniels. One shot. And then I think th- that, that boat doesn't blow up, does it? Oh, no, I don't think that one did. LG, of course, has a Dan Wesson Model 15 VH, big old revolver. There <laughs> sure. he is. Look at him. He's looking good with it. Gooch. <laughs> and, of course, after he hits him, he's like, firing a little high today. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, all right, guys, I think something's up. We got to assemble the crew. Yeah. So everyone gets called back from where the fuck they are, and they meet up. I don't know where they meet up. I'm going to say Molokai. They they uh, headed to Vegas. Head, actually. Okay, they go to Vegas. Yeah. Okay, it says right there. Yeah. And then finally, read. we get the you know the nice what what is that show CSI where of dun dun. Yeah, it's like Thursday. They this get their huge. own sound effect, but that's pretty much what CSI or whatever show right. stole it. Now from. this is where it gets complicated, guys. So stick with us here. Hold on, we already <laughs> told everybody we're out of the woods, and you're telling me it's going to get complicated yeah. again. Well, hey, I tried to explain as best I could. I this, think I got it. This free. will be a little easier because we're not jumping around as much. Right, so we get the whole like slideshow of pictures of all the like the people involved with this crime syndicate. Yeah, explains like, look, Ortiz is behind all this. He killed Salazar. He wants. To, he tried to kill us because you know we killed his brother or put yeah. him in jail, and now he's going to go after these witnesses. He must be in jail then, because brother's in jail because they're going to go after the witnesses to his trial, his brother's yeah. trial. Okay, so he's alive. And so they're like, shit. And they're going to do it on uh, Monday. So they're like, well, shit, we got to do something. So they break it down. Everyone's got their role. So now Edie and Jade, Jade Jade's girlfriend's Edie, who runs the like the restaurant in Molokai, mm-hmm. their job is to take out Toshi, the money launderer of the group, played by who, Griff? Golden Globus favorite. <laughs> Don't know his name. Dennis <laughs> Alexia or something like that. I kind of remember it. Of course. But- you guys know him from our Kickboxer episode as Greaseball Eric Sloan. <laughs> okay. And so and then the girls, Kim and Patty, their job is to take out Patterson, who we met earlier, the white slaver. White slaver, yep. And also Juan, the black guy with the driest fucking Jerry Curl I've ever seen. Amazing. It was, it was crunchier than Kenny Omega's. Get some activator on that shit stat. <laughs> I loved him. We were talking about him before the, we recorded because it's like his role is very quiet throughout the whole movie. You'll notice him in the second viewing. Speaks quietly and carries a big stick or somewhere that saying is. Yeah, but uh, you notice him in the second viewing. You notice him in the first, but you don't know where he came from. And then in the second viewing, you're like, oh, he's been in it the whole time. Yes, he's always lurking in the background whenever that awful dance routine is going oh. on. Well, he probably doesn't want to watch it because it's <laughs> fucking terrible. Yes, it is. Tara and Donna's jobs take out Ortiz, the man himself, which because they're the best. So, they, of course, they're going to take out the main. Yeah. They're going to cut the head off the snake. Pantera, of course, has problem with this. She takes umbrage because her and Donna apparently have a little tiff going. Yeah. They're well, not can, happy. Yeah, you can tell. Well, because Donna sees right through this bitch. She does. She's like, cause she's got, she's tapping into her pining power of the men. Yeah. We didn't know this, but Donna's a ninja. Yeah. Pantera. And so she knows something up, and fucking, fucking uh, Travis has got boob goggles on. He doesn't know. He, he's, he, just, he's thinking about he, how we can get these two in a threesome. Right. He's like, I got to calm these two down <laughs> yeah. so I can bang both of them at the same time. But Pantera says something very interesting. Aren't you going to put the best man for the job on uh, on Ortiz? And Donna just sits back in her chair, drags on her cigarette. Her. Figuratively speaking, 
he did put the best man on the job. <laughs> well, it sounded more like figuratively speaking. <laughs> she got that that cigarette voice. She does have she that. She did yeah. put the best man on the job. She does. Grab and then Travis, being the weasel he is, is like, I'm going to go to Salazar's place. We think he's dead, but I'm going to check it out just to make sure. Yeah, Pantera, you're going to go with me to Salazar's place, and we're going to make sure this guy's really grilled up like good old cheesy sandwich. And the plan is we're going to, because they're, the strike is supposed to happen on Monday for these witnesses, so on Sunday we're going to be synchronized, and we're going to arrest them all at the same moment. So th- this is Thursday again. Boom, boom, <laughs> Thursday. And we got to expect the worst. You know what I noticed? I put down every day they mention. They skip Friday. What do they do Friday? <laughs> I don't remember. That must be on the. Did, did you get the blue, uh, the uh, laser disc version? Yes, of course I had the laser disc version. Laser disc of all Andy Sedaris movies. You should know. Dude, this, I'm amazed I, I'm kept up this much with the story. That's a good point. I, I, didn't, I didn't have the laser disc version, unfortunately. So, so. Travis. He's like, I gotta ease the tensions. So there's a little scene, like you know, Donna. Let's have a discussion. In yeah, they're in room. Vegas. They're, they got themselves a nice little hotel room. And he's like, Donna, I know you're jealous. We can't have that. This is a mission. I trust Pantera with my life. I had sex with her the other day. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> jealous? Me? I don't have a jealous bone in my body. Check it out. <laughs> and she he turns around and she's totally naked. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got. I'm sorry, man. Her ass is super flat. I feel bad for Donna. And but she doesn't. She tries to hide it. And but and, but Travis is like, I don't care. Yeah, this Travis. is the '80s. Flat asses came with the territory. So he yeah. just pounces on it. She is t- unlike uh, Pantera. She totally gets naked. That's why I love Donna. She's always game to get naked, and she delivers in the scene. Yeah. So they True. fuck. Quick cut um, to a scene that we don't need, but we're going to talk about anyway. You remember Jimmy John Griff from the the first Heretic to Hawaii? Barely. <laughs> well, neither did I, but he's apparently Taryn's boyfriend. Yeah, I, and, they established that in the first yes. one. Yes. And, yes, they had a nice hot tub sex in the first one, I believe. They had beach sex. They, they had beach sex, yeah. yes. And he is in a golf uh, golf competition. For with, reasons. With... The man himself, people. If you you ever want to wonder what a- the man Andy Sedaris looked like, he is in this. He's doing like Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, he's doing a little cameo appearance, and he, he look, to- <laughs> go ahead. He looks kind of like Ed Asner. He looks exactly like you'd expect <laughs> a guy who makes these movies to yes. look like. Sleazy old guy. Yeah, and he's like it's down to the last fucking shot, and he's like he's. What, 100 yards away from the... 90 <laughs> yards. Okay, yeah. come on. And he's like, double or nothing, Jimmy John. Jimmy John thinks he's got it in the bag. He's like, yeah. sure. Of and, course, Jimmy John just failed to make a putt that was like four <laughs> yards away. Right. He's like, by golly, mister, whatever your name is, I'm going to beat you today. And he's like, oh, yeah? Let the master show you how it's done. And he just lightly taps it. It goes fucking 100 yards. <laughs> 90 yards, I'm sorry. Right into the hole. He's got enough time after striking the ball to sit back with a cigar, <laughs> take a nice long he drag off. Push ups. He's yeah. like, you know, jumping jacks. And then he's like, ha ha, you owe me whatever much money I was. So he gets his ass out of that. But then, uh, you know, he's he's kind. So he's like, hey, here's a C note. Take that cute lady over there. Because yeah, Taryn is watching. Taryn, yeah. And she's like, hey, I got a hole you can fill or something like that. Yeah. Do you want to putt around? 
That's yeah. That's that's that probably is a real joke. That was what they said. (laughs) Do you want to put around? I don't remember. I actually liked my joke about filling a hole better. better. (laughs) You want to take it uh, to the back nine? So while that's going on, we got to go to. It's been we've been everywhere on planet Earth. We have to go up to the sky, Griff. We got to go to the sky now. We're in a jet with Donna and Travis. Tiny little private jet. And Travis, he's 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 into it now. He's all into this case. He's looking at these pictures. He's like, "Hey, wait a minute." He's looking at a picture of the assassination because somebody somebody was taking pictures of it. You're skipping ahead a little bit. He was his mind wasn't clear yet. All he's thinking about is Pantera. He needs to get his mind off Pantera so he can think on the case. The only way he can do that is to join the Mile High Club. But of course, Griff, we're seven miles <laughs> up. How do you suppose we'll do that seven miles up? We'll just do it seven times, baby. Whoa! And they go to fucking again. So then, then we, you know, they're fucking. This so is what I was so worried. We didn't have any nudity in the, until the 18 minute mark, and they're bombarding us with yeah. sex scenes after this. Even while they're having sex, they cut away to Taryn having sex in the hot tub, which right. Mr. Cool Blaze or whatever his name, Craig Blaze, he was really into that scene. It's very short. She just gets naked and climbs in the hot tub. Is like, how will I ever help you? Okay, so you're right. So Travis's mind's clear. The fog it's is gone. Cl- and he's, so he's studying these pictures. Because somebody, thankfully, took pictures of the assassination yeah. happening. And he's like, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You got to Go- get the watch in there, though. Hey. Donna reaches across to light a cigarette, and she's got a watch. Oh. With a lighter <laughs> in it. Oh. Because spice. Really- so it's amazing how they hit you over the head with how simplistic this plot is, yet we still couldn't figure it out. Like, <laughs> I noticed that my first viewing, and I was like, what relevance does that have? And then I well, like, because oh. he goes, aha. Yeah. And he looks at Salazar's watch in the assassination pictures. It's on the wrong wrist. Yup. How does he know what wrist fucking Salazar They have before and after pictures. Oh, do they? Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, was there like a video feed of it? I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. It doesn't make sense, though. <laughs> so they're like, Donna, of course. We don't. And then they don't go. They don't explain it further than that. So, so they got to go to the professor to get their gear because it's D-Day. On, this is back on This Mile, is probably Mile, Friday. This is what's happening on Friday. This could be Friday. This yes. is probably Friday. Right. So they're back on Molokai because I believe professor's on Molokai. Yes. And pretty much everybody meets up. Most everybody meets up here. But I, think, I think it was just Dan on, uh, Don on Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And he's like, let me show you what I made for you This guys. is the Bond scene where he's like laying out all the sweet new devices. And he's like, you know, I know how much Taryn loves radio-controlled <laughs> <laughs> controlled cars. You know how she's an RC head. So I made this little thing for it, and it's just a fucking radio-controlled doom buggy with a bomb on it. Right. And they're like, hmm, wow, how do you think of that? And like, that's not all. <laughs> How do you think of that? <laughs> he comes, he's like, check this baby out. He's got, he's got a boomerang, and he just glues out a bomb on the boomerang. It's, that's it. And he goes, boomerang. Is know? that what he said? I don't know. That's oh what, that's, that's, I assumed he would say something like that. Oh. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. He's like, that's not all. Oh. Let me show you this crutch I made. Or is it a crutch? No, it's not. I thought he Willy Wonka'd his way out, and everyone was like, oh, is there something wrong with Could've. you? What happened? And he's then he does the flip. <laughs> Ta-da! The next uh, hardware and whatever. So not so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crutch slash gun slash radiation detector. Yeah. 
It's got a little calculator. <laughs> yeah, it's a, literally a calculator. It's a solar calculator, so you got to <laughs> wait for the sun to hit it a little bit before it's got enough power. Right. But, yeah, we figure out later that you can actually... Well, don't don't spoil it. Okay. 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 Oh, that's a that's good like, call. That's Let's... a climax of the movie. Whew. So we got our gear. We're ready. Saturday. Everyone's getting into position. Everyone's where they need to be. I mean, we skipped out on a little fucking, but that's okay. Oh yeah, Jaden Ed fucked. Jaden Ed fucked. And then and then, uh, professor said the classic line: "Killing is an art form." Because he's like, professor, these are so amazing. Killing is an art form. So now, cut to Saturday. Everyone in position. Down on Terra, Terran around the beach watching Ortiz because he's been. He always does a walk on the beach every day at the exact same time. Yeah, with his bodyguards. And then Jade and Edie are posing as telephone oper- like people for the telephone company. So smart. So, you know, they want to be inconspicuous. So Jade's like, okay, I'm gonna wear one of those like jumpsuits they wear, rip the sleeves off. And have it buttoned all the way down to my navel. Once again, he, a lot of his outfits are just like those coveralls. Just one right. thing that you step into, but then he just <laughs> right. leaves them very open. It's like they're somehow very tight, get very baggy at the same time. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, it's weird. And he's, his chest is all oiled up. because He probably just buys a women's size. And... <laughs> I don't know. So their, their plan is hide this Uzi behind this potted plant outside of Toshi, the so money launderer's so smart. Uh, office. So they, they they meet up first of all. To, uh, they go into the office of Toshi. They bump yeah. into. It's of course fifteen stories up. That yes. won't come into <laughs> question yeah, that, anytime yeah, later. Nothing, nothing, nothing suspicious about that. Yeah. And they meet our man, a fucking uh, Eric Sloan from Kickboxer. They barge into his house. Yes. Well, they're like, "Hey, we're in the, from the telephone company. You can't yeah. stop us." Oh, telephone company here. Open like, the door. He's like, "There's nothing wrong with my telephones." Well, yeah. There's a lot of static on here. I don't you know. That's what his henchman said. <laughs> Eric Sloan was just playing it cool, just like eyeballing him. And there's going to be a nice picture of Eric Sloan coming out one of these days. Uh, so don't worry about that. I got you covered One of there. his henchmen looks like Brock Lesnar to me. Who did you say it looked like? Troy Matthews or that guy? Clay Matthews. Trey Matthews on the Green Bay Packers. Because he's, like, he's got like a ponytail, but he's like a big, stocky, huge muscle dude wearing a karate gi. White belt, though, so he ain't shit. This day, they weren't wearing the karate gi. They weren't? Yeah. Okay. This was Friday. Let's say, or no, this a, is Saturday. That's his, that's his Sunday his outfit? That's his Sunday outfit. <laughs> so, that's the picture I put up on Instagram today. So, they're like, well, we, we'll be back on Sunday then. We can't do anything today. Yeah. We'll be back on Sunday. Will you be here? Of course. Of course. I live here. My favorite part, they bust in the door. They're all stand like the henchmen are standing there looking at the front door. <laughs> Eric is sitting at a desk staring at the front door. This is a house? Why are they sitting in the foyer? Yeah, they live in their office building. <laughs> staring. <laughs> and it was an office building. It was a fucking office building. They had a desk and everything. <laughs> But the, and they live together too. That's kind of weird. It's like, yeah, I live with my, my henchmen. What's wrong with three men living in an apartment together, <laughs> an office building? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll be here. And they're like, okay, see you tomorrow. And they take off, and they're like, <laughs> the greatest plan ever conceived. <laughs> so so got, then we cut back. We, we haven't it. we haven't seen Patty and Kim in a while, and their shitty dance routine. And we know that Chavo and Glenn are. Giving them a little too much attention. Well, because they they're the they're the slave traders. They're yeah, like yeah. the so they're like they wanna like they're like 
hey, that dancing's pretty good. You want like some bigger oppor- bigger opportunities? Girls, we've watched you five days in a row. I can barely get my dick hard anymore because I've just rubbed it out for hours. I got a deal for you. Do you like money? Yes. Ah, uh, back that train up because I got plenty of money to plow into it. So he's like, we're going to have some auditions tomorrow if you're up to it. And like, yeah. of course we are. Cause they're in there. Kim and uh, and uh, Patty are in on it. They know what the score is. Yeah. They're so like, yeah. They're like, you know, they're, they're, this is their end. Yeah. This is all set up, guys. So because Sunday's when the shit really goes down. Yes. So they get back. They're like, ha we did it too. We got them. <laughs> Time to hit the showers. <laughs> Because we've had a little too much build up. We need a re- we all need to relax before we get right. to the final act. So Kim's like, I need a shower. She was pretty sweaty. She needed a shower. And all that and, horrible dancing. And Patty's like, Well, I need to the jacuzzi. So they they split off. We get some back and forth of Kim showering and uh, and uh, Patty just groping herself in the jacuzzi. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> You can't sneak that up on people, man. We're getting, we're getting really relaxed into this thought no. process. No, of this is yeah, this, this is for all the marbles, Griff. This is the climax of the movie. I I climax in the last scene. <laughs> but yeah, yes. <laughs> so we're back with uh, Patty because they're the least interesting uh, story. Yeah. So we're back with Patty and Kim. They're doing their dance routine. Mr. Patterson shows up. He's like, they'll do. And then they're like, you'll do, motherfucker. They whip out some guns. You're under arrest. Yeah. As they whip it out, all hell. I don't know. The gun just like happened to be like off stage a little bit. She grabs it like fucking right. It was in a banjo. Case. What, what gun did she grab, Griff? Oh, shit. Is it on the internet? Internet. <laughs> firearms to be it, Every other gun's been on here. Oh, shit. There's she is dead. Because, I mean, go ahead and uh, okay. a little bit more. So a gunfight just breaks out. And, and and so they're just shooting back and forth. Then Juan, the dry jerry curl dude, pops up wearing a unitard. <laughs> he just starts busting heads. Because I don't think they shot. I think they shot Mr. Patterson. Here it is. An H. Coon snake charmer. Okay. Wow. I, I've never. It's spray painted white. Uh I, I don't know. It's it's ugly as all. Hell. Well, she was awful with it too because she no, gets, she shot Shavel right in the head. Well, no, she gets disarmed, doesn't she? Because that's when Juan comes out. Uh, she might have by the other. Patty gets shot in the head almost immediately. In the gunfight. Patty takes a shot. Okay, Shavel gets shot in the head. His tongue sticks out like a cat derping, and he just falls backwards. It's hilarious. And then yeah, somehow girl Kim. Uh, gets the rifle knocked out of yeah. her fucking Jer- yeah. Jerry curl. Yeah, Juan. Juan comes running out because I believe he has to apprehend Glenn. Okay. Because like Glenn shoots fucking Patty in square in the head. No, no, she got grazed, Griff. Uh, but, we learn later on. We think she got shot in the head. Yeah, she did get shot in the head. She, when, but, you, when you watch it back, at least on YouTube, maybe the laser disc, you saw it a little clearer. Laser disc, you can t- clearly see it's a it's a graze. Okay. Okay. But you don't, you can't tell that on regular YouTube. But so Juan takes care of business, fucking breaks a guy in half. All right, those guys are they're they're not arrested; they're dead. But yeah, they're out they, of the game. They're we don't have to worry about them anymore. But so now we cut to what's Jade and Edie up to? Well, they're going to take care of business with Toshi, our man Toshi Eric Sloan. Oh, yeah, I mean they've already set up the trap; they already know exactly what they're going to do. So they show up at the biz, the uh, the office building slash. 
condo. <laughs> and we got our boy, Clay Matthews Brock Lesnar, in a karate gi. Like I said, wearing a white belt, so it's not that impressive. That's funny that you said that because that was actually my <laughs> caption for it. Like, next time we hire Ninja Henchman, let's get some black belts. <laughs> right. And he's got a buddy who's also got a white belt, too. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're on to you guys. You're not telephone people. So, Jay, <laughs> by the way, undid the Scorpion. Fuck yeah, tail. you got to, dude. And so he's just got this many <laughs> gross ass hair flying around. Clay Matthews actually says to him, nice hair. <laughs> I love that moment. Like, I wonder if that was like an improv moment. So Clay, Brock, whatever, immediately puts Jade in a Boston Crab slash Lion Tamer. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Edie, help. Yeah. So she grabs the gun from the corner. Right. And she starts scaring him up. Jade reverses out of the Boston Crab by bending his spine inwards even more, flipping (laughs) forward using uh, uh, the fucking Clay Matthews arm leverage to flip up to his face. So they're face-to-face. And here's a big moment. He fucking pokes his eye. (laughs) Out. Rips it out. (laughs) So blood is everywhere. So Clay is blinded at this time. Don't worry. I got you the sound effects. So, and I guess Edie kills the other henchman, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I think she just shot him. It was pretty okay. boring. So they no, fig- she didn't do anything. Okay. Clay or uh, Jade ends up just crunk, 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 crunk fooing him. <laughs> okay, crunk fooing him. Crunk fooing him. Kind of fooing. So, so now, they take the henchmen taken out. Now it's time for Toshi slash Eric Sloan. Just Jade pops into the door. Right. Kim stay or not Kim. Edie stays Edie. back. Right. And so he's ready. He's got his karate outfit on. He doesn't have any shoes on. He's ready to kick some, kickbox some ass. Yeah. And so a fight breaks out back and forth. And actually, Eric Sloan kind of gets his ass kicked. He doesn't really do much anyway. It's funny because in both the movies, kickboxer and this movie, he's supposed to be some kind of martial arts champion. He fucking sucks. Remember that noise he would make? Let me hear it. So, yeah, so he gets his ass kicked. And what's, which fine, I guess I don't like that guy. He's kind of a douche in both movies, but I, that's not just any noise, man. That's just how fast he moves. I mean, well, can you? He move was. Like this? I mean, I thought he was gonna kick ass because, but right before Jade walks in, he dumped a bottle, a, a bucket of ice over himself. You know, that's what gets him amped up. He had his voice just before they walked out to patrol protect. He's his like, door. Clay, I need my fucking <laughs> ice. And he's like, that Jade guy's crazy, man. I saw him kicking a wall. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually does get the edge on Jade. Okay. He does. And then bullets start spraying through the wall. And Is that when Clay Matthews comes in? And no. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. So Clay oh, Matthews does a Kool-Aid he, man. He comes through the door, and he's freaking out. He's bleeding out his eyes. He's just firing blindly. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, and busts through the wall. I forgot Shooting an Uzi. people bust through walls because yes. Edie busts through the wall, right. too. Well, yeah, Edie busts through and kills Clay Matthews, right? Yes. Oh, my so God. So she shoots a hole. She doesn't bust through. She shoots a hole in the wall and yeah. comes through. and then punches through. And that gives Jade, that distracts uh, Toshi enough that Jade grabs him, like pins him on a, a, the table, and then just drags him across the table and throws him out the fucking window, which they did, which Jade did in the last movie, too. Yeah. They love throwing people out the window. So we get a great scene of a fucking bad dummy flying out like a 15-story window. Wonderful. Toshi. Toasty. Wonderful. So, man, that that uh, pretty much clears up this part. Where are we going to go gonna, now? Now, 
Ortiz is on his beach doing his normal, like, walk on the beach with his henchmen, as you yeah. do with your henchmen, and he gets his beeper message, his abort mission, which our guys are sending out. Shade used to uh, throw his frisbee right over here. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, and a little tear goes down puts, his eye. Puts a blanket down with the Uzi on Pours it. some 40 ounce on yeah. it. Yeah, little, little cross there, rip our friend. And he gets his his, pay, his beeper message, and it's like, abort mission, trouble in Vegas. He's like, there's no trouble in Vegas. I didn't say anything. So he's on. He knows something's going on now because our guys are sending that message out to like yeah. confuse them. So they, uh, so he's like, let's get to our like mansion again. So Donna Tanner was just about to take him out, and they're like, fuck, they're gone. Yeah. Now is this where? Because there's a scene we might have not even put it in the notes. I don't can't remember, but there's a dirt bike scene. Is that now? Yeah, they um because there's not shade and or, Chachi Ortiz like yeah it's like two different guys Ortiz like heads back to uh, straight back to the house or something and then the two henchmen go elsewhere I think they see Don on Terror yeah, yeah they see them they okay. hop on dirt right. bikes and they're like, like oh shit they're onto us yeah so there's a there's a chase with dirt bikes so not not shades and and uh, Chachi are chasing them. And then they like, I think they get ahead of Taryn and Don. I like, like, I think Taryn and Don hide, and they get ahead of them. Yeah, and they're like looking around, and then Taryn, I believe, just shoots Chachi. He yeah. just gets shot. Yeah, and then because she's got a giant rifle on her uh, bike. And then I don't, I don't remember which one it was. Don and Taryn. One of them remembers good old boom orang. Well, they split off. Okay. And so it's like Donna had Donna must have done it because I know Taryn goes Do, to the mansion. Donna goes back to the yeah. Donna goes down to the beach because okay. she gets our harpoon and everything ready. Right. She's the master of the harpoon down there. And for whatever reason, Ortiz is still down there. So they yeah. got chased away from the beach, right? By the two henchmen. Well, yeah, you're Ortiz right. She goes off. There. She does like she's like a frog man. She does like Navy Seal. She goes into the water, does her thing. Yeah. Taryn takes care of the henchmen. So she get hits she she just shoots Chachi and yeah. then she hits not shades with the boom boomerang. Bomberang. She, she grabs it, sticks it, she got some stick em on it, sticks it on. <laughs> Which first of all, isn't this like the dumbest thing? Because what if it doesn't hit what you're trying to hit? It comes back to you then. Oh, okay. I was jumping ahead of it. Yeah, yeah, then the <laughs> Bomb just comes back so, to but don't worry, Taryn's an expert boomerang thrower. Well, actually, expert. she's not an expert. If you're an expert, it comes back to you. But she throws it. Well, there's no frisbee she, if it explodes. She, she hits not shades. He blows the fuck up. There's gonna be three wonderful explosions here, it's, very yeah, quick yeah. Succe- succession. And she's like, "Yeah!" And then she goes back to Ortiz's mansion. So Donna, or um, it's trick trick. Donna, I guess, goes up to the mansion. I thought it was the other one. No, Donna is like she for some reason went in the water. Like she, because yeah. I remember her coming out of the water. Yeah, she. Stays but that down. doesn't happen. Man, there's two. <laughs> but before that, before Donna, we're still with Taryn because Taryn yeah. goes up to the mansion where Ortiz is yes, hiding. You are right. And he's his henchmen. They all got their tank tops and zubas on. They got Uzis. Oh man! And they're like on on the alert. They're buff as fuck. Like, so, barely wearing clothes. So she pulls out the trusty RC uh, doom buggy the with guy, the bomb on cause it. Because the guy noticed and started taking shots at her. And so she was like, well, I can't show my face again. And she's like, oh, wait. I got it. So so fortunately, the front of the house is like one of those Japanese uh, yep. buildings where it's like paper walls. Yep. 
And there happens to just be yes. uh, a, a surfboard that's laying right at the perfect uh, angle. Perfect. You know, all my childhood experiences <laughs> with ramps and RC cars, my RC car was never strong enough <laughs> to go up the ramp. Or if it did, it just Well, you didn't have the over. professor working on your RC. This is true. So she's like, perfect. And she has the little little doom buggy go right up the, the surfboard, the, right through the fucking paper that, wall. That close-up of the car crashing through the wall is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> and it's like, boom, it explodes, but it doesn't kill anybody. It just gets no. people sooty like you see in a cartoon. Yeah. And while that's going on, Ortiz on a motorbike just boom, it's like 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 a reb, rebel yell, gives a rebel yell. Yep. Ah! <laughs> Flies out of the just, fucking house. Just reminded me of uh, Red Brown flying out of that fucking van on his on his little motorbike. And he just takes off. But Taryn's okay because she knows Donna's got that unlocked. Yeah. So she's like, I'll take care of the rest of these guys. Yeah. So she like she kills one of the guys. A guy gets a draw on her and shoots her. Yeah. That's and you're right. like, holy shit, this is for real. Taryn might be dead, man. Because she took it right to the. You and know. Did you notice there was a, a scene because they really telegraph everything. There's a scene where she zips her. Because her, her tits are always out, you know? Yeah. And she zips it up to cover everything up. And yeah. you're like, hmm, that, looks, that was strange. I wonder if that had anything to do with the movie. Yeah. And fortunately, guys, she's got some Kevlar. She's got some body proof, about body proof, bulletproof armor on underneath. <sighs> So she doesn't die, but she plays possum, turns around, shoots the guy, kills right. him. So now Donna, now Donna, master Donna of the harpoons, exploding yeah. harpoons. She comes out of the she comes out of the water. Right. She you know has her harpoon ready and everything. But Ortiz shows up and he's got the you know he's got a beat on her. So he's got his Uzi, which is too inaccurate, and he's always got those <laughs> horrible glasses on, and he's got that fro covering his eye, so he can't hit hit her for shit. He's Abilene style shooting. He's yeah. just all over the place. Yeah. But he's got that motorbike right next to him and Donna's just like <laughs> Well he's hiding behind it. Yeah. So she shoots that harpoon and of course it's an explosive harpoon. Well, it, first of all, it's not just a harpoon, dude. It's like a fucking like pitchfork. It's got like four prongs yeah. on it a, and a bomb. They do, they do a nice close up so you can see how just how crazy. And she it is. hits them, boom, another fucking dirt bike goes goes to hell. So clearly, I mean Ortiz was our bad guy. We're done. Yeah, we're done. It's we're done. Over. But wait, guys, remember what Travis and Pantera were up to? They were at Salazar's place. Oh, they were they were just gonna make sure that, you know Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Whatever so, that means. So clearly nothing happens. So they well, have a drink in the credits roll. Well, no, Griff, there's more. And by the way, guys, we're just at hour an hour thirty. So much shit has happened in this movie. Learn the people who write movies now. This is how you write a fucking movie. Okay? <laughs> and and it's even better because they're so confusing, you have to see the movie twice. So you get people to see your movie twice, and it's only an hour 30. Yeah. So, yes, uh, a man, Travis, shows up. He's got a cast on because he's, he's, he's selling that crutch gun. Oh, my God. The cast, A, <laughs> terrible. Yeah. It's very obvious that he has, like, secret compartments with things tucked into it. <laughs> well, this is the most We'll get into it in a minute, but yeah. it's the most unsmoothest scene at all. Horrible. So he's like hobbling into the place. He doesn't know how to use a crutch at all. <laughs> yeah. He meets Pantera. Pantera, of course, is very worried. What happened to you? Grab my ass and kiss me like you like to. So he does, and he she's just like, okay, the front door's right there. And, of course, you know, she's like, 
huh. And then she cracks that <laughs> mischievous smile as it goes up on the deck. And, of course, he's hobbling again, doesn't know how to do it correctly. So it looked fake as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then he forgets where the front door is. So he just goes in any door. And climbs in a window. Who the fuck? It's Salazar. Salazar. I thought he was dead. So there's a nice little seat there. And Travis sits on it. And he throws the crutch across his leg. And, and then, not like well, nonchalantly. He's like, hmm, that's a trigger. Why don't you monologue for a little bit and tell me what your, all your plan was? Yeah. Why well, do some non-suspicious uh, stuff here? Yeah. So he starts tinkering, tinkering <laughs> around with his crutch. He pulls the end, He's slowly, like the end obviously off of it. preparing this crutch gun. Yeah. Well, but it does not. It's it fools Picasso Trigger because he's like telling everything. He's telling like, he's he like it. he's like the 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 most genius plan of all. Yeah. I had you guys take out my competition. At this point, we learned that LG knew that he wasn't actually supposed to die. That was like a double double. No, LG did not know. But the, the plan was they didn't, he didn't want for some reason he didn't want to kill LG. But he wanted to make it seem like somebody yeah. wanted to kill LG. LG figured it out at that. Well, point. no, LG figured it out, but it wasn't. Yeah. It kind of sounded like you said LG like was in cahoots. Oh no, with, no, no, LG's no. not in cahoots. But LG yeah. figured it out at some yeah. point. There's too much, so we didn't. Whatever. Yeah. So he's explaining. He's like, "Yeah, I, I was never working with you guys. Yeah, I'm just like the Picasso trigger, the most deadliest fish on the planet. <laughs> it rips out the guts of its enemies. And while he's doing that." Uh, Travis. Travis is like basically hold on a second you know he's, he's like putting he's, this together he's loading up a bunch of stuff but first he puts a laser pointer on him yeah and, not, <laughs> and he it, it, and it doesn't make you a trigger at all suspicious there's a laser pointer on him he and he's t- still telling his plan yeah because Travis tells him <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of radiation. He looks down at his calculator on the crotch, and he's like, there's a lot of radiation in this room. And what he's actually More than doing, your pacemaker, says that. What he's actually doing is grabbing, like, the trace of his pacemaker. Right. It took me forever to figure well, this I, out. No, I th- what I think is happening is some, for some reason, that the the closed-caption camera that Selzer has, that's emitting radiation, I think, is what it was. And that's what he was picking up on. Because... What happens is, he's finally at this point, he finished the monologuing, Travis has the gun prepared, got the yeah. laser pointer on him, pulls the trigger, and then his bulletproof shield, like, like Slow, a 4x4 like yeah. four four <laughs> screen of bulletproof glass comes down from the ceiling Very and gets convenient. shot. And Just then a rocket himself. shoots off this like closed caption uh, camera that Kazalazar has. Yep. And, then, and then, then a rocket blows up the chair he was sitting on, too, which yeah, luckily Travis, he fell out of. Travis leaps away, doesn't get shot, but that gives uh, Salazar a chance to get away. Yeah, so he just runs out the back door, and we're, it's looking bad for Travis because all these explosions happening. And then, you know, in all the smoke and everything, Pantera comes up, and he turns that crutch gun and takes a shot, but of course he misses. Well, like he's he like, always does. well, right, but he was just like, it was just, it was pure reaction. He didn't mean no, to shoot. No, it was pure him, reaction. Right? And he's just like, oh, man, I, sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to hit you. Thank God I can't hit anything. So Pantera, of course, still, still, you know, playing it cool. We know about that mischievous smile. <laughs> Travis don't, or does he? Or does he? So she's smoothing up to him. And she's like, I was just so worried about you, Travis. Let's, let's let's fuck right now. I was thinking about you back when you were a quarterback and how you would hike the get the ball hiked to you, and I just want to bend over so, and take it. And 
but of course, Travis being the horn dog he is, even though the major catch has gotten away, he's like, I could fuck I here in a few minutes. minutes. Yeah, I can do this. So in the midst of the hug, Whoosh, pulls out switchblade. And just about to stab <laughs> it, and I went, good. <laughs> and you look down, oh shit, there's a harpoon right through the heart of Pantera. And there's Donna. And she's like, I knew that bitch was full of shit. And he's like, yeah. I did too. Yeah. I, I totally had the situation under control. Yeah, he's and like trying to hide his boner. He's just like, totally. thank God I'm wearing these super baggy pants. You can't see. I've got a massive heart <laughs> on right those now. Balloon. He's got totally sent shit the waist, but yeah. baggy now. I'm a little... Hey, he's just paying honor to respect the shades. That's what he wore. <laughs> so, so now we've got Pantera dead, double crossing. You know, hussy. Um, they're gonna. They're like, well, how do we get Salazar now? Where'd he go? Where did he go? So they run to the beach. And isn't there like, like a shed or some shit that's like there? And then it just like explodes and like Salazar on a hovercraft comes yeah. out. <laughs> they get down there. There's just a guy in a helmet on a hovercraft. Yeah, motorcycle taking off. helmet. Fortunately, there's a jet ski hanging out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both watercraft is just conveniently littered about this movie. Yeah, so, and yeah. <laughs> so Travis is like, well, I can't shoot straight, but I can drive a fucking jet ski. Yeah, go can he? Because he just got to like go and zoom, zoom around him. Yeah, kind of. I guess he pens him in and uh, misses the guy like a million fucking times with his like gun. Usual. And he and then then Salazar, what's he pull out? Like it's an Uzi. I think he just had an Uzi. It was probably an Uzi. And he's got the drop on uh, our man Travis. Travis jumped off the jet ski, so he's in the water. So but no, our girl Donna, she's got it on lock, got one more harpoon missile yep. gun, shoots the hovercraft, boom, another giant explosion. Salazar is gone. So that's it. Picasso trigger, Salazar. Yeah, all dead. done. Done. Well, well, they have a little like exposition talk where we, we finally real. We, we realized what they were what he was talking about on the plane with the, the watch. Oh. He's like yeah, that was an actor who looked exactly like yeah. just some poor guy who got shot. I figured it out because we all know Salazar always puts his watch on his, his left arm. This guy had it on his right wrist. Yeah. And she's like, wow, that's that's crazy. But it sounds right. Yeah. So next, we cut back to Salazar's mansion. Oh, my God. Iron Cross guy is back. The old guy with the Iron Cross necklace yeah. who doesn't talk. And he walks into the – does he have something? I forget what he, I thought he had something to give. We find out there's another Salazar. There's this is the third Salazar yeah. of the movie. He's alive. And I think he gives I think I think uh the Iron Cross guy's just packing shit up for them to leave. And yeah. he's done and Salazar is like fuck you and just shoots the fucking Iron Cross guy. And yeah, kills him. he notices Pantera dead and he's like, "Meh, oh well." And then, you know, he's just like, I'm I'm getting out of here. So he shoots Iron Cross guy. And, and somehow he steps out onto on his balcony. Yeah, he's just about to he's just gonna leave. Yeah. And then somehow Travis's like spider sense is tangling. He's like, I sense there's another Salazar out here. Yeah. And so he's like what we what we learned is the whole calculator on the crutch gun was a locking mechanism. Yeah. And uh, the unique radiation <laughs> that is pa- Salazar's pacemaker emits. Yep. I also love the. F- Do you think they went so far as the all that all of the uh, imposters had had to get pacemakers too? He talked to the real Salazar. 
in that moment. Okay. So he didn't know he killed a fake. I, I, I forget how they figure out. Like, I think they just look up at the house again. And go, oh, sees, shit. There's another cell. They, they see, like, another person. They're like, what the fuck? And he starts to get away, but he's like, I got one more trick up my You know sleeve. what? I think you're right. I think what it was was when he had the laser pointer on Salazar earlier, he was like locking on no, the coordinates. No, that's exactly okay. what it was. All right. He explains that okay. because I was like, what the fuck was that all about? But no, he does explain okay. like, I locked it onto his pacemaker. <laughs> and I was like, when? And I went back to that scene and the li- yeah, he's okay. like, yeah. So he's like four, three, one, six. And a rocket just shoots off the crotch. Another explosion. Yeah. Blows. I, hunt, hunts them down. <laughs> finally. I don't know. We haven't watched the, the movie that came after this. Maybe there's another Salazar. But Holy I think shit. we finished the Salazars. I think the, so. The Salazar triplets. They're all dead. We did it, guys. We did it. Finally. So we're just going to join our crew. They're back in Malachi. They're having a great time. They've got, like, we remember how the first one ends where there was, like, billions in drug money. And yeah, what all, did they, 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 they burn diamonds through, or something. They all burned through that money, so now they're like, hey, guys, yeah. what are we going to do with this hideous Picasso trigger painting? Yeah. It's got to be a fake, right? Or is it? Taryn alludes to the <laughs> fact that, like, I gave it to, you know, this art museum. Yeah. Or... Because we learn even in uh, Heart to Hawaii, Taryn's a thieving bitch. She loves to steal. Oh my god! Yeah, and then they go <laughs> and freeze frame. Cut to the credits, mm. and where we hear this amazing song, the Picasso Trigger. Do, 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 do. And just like our favorite movie, Howling Two, there's a lot of boobs cut in between the credits to uh, make you watch the credits, which I still didn't watch. Uh, no, fuck that. <laughs> so oh, there you have it, guys. Oh my God. Another trip to Sedaris Land, Andy Land, as I say. Andy Land. Mm. Amazing. Sophisticated. Wow. Complicated. Very complicated. Masturbated. Uh, the perfect level of science for me. I love that level. Of all that shit's tech. real. I, t- I consulted Neil deGrasse Tyson before this uh, episode, dude, and he said all that shit's plausible. Also, it's right here on the Internet Firearms Database. Internet no, he database told me you database. can actually lock in on someone's pacemaker. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm just saying it's double proven. Like, yeah, so guys, everything got, you say are facts. We've got two different sources that agree with Andy Sedaris and, of course, us. So, yeah, I mean, crutch weapon system. Mounted inside a crutch that can shoot shell and guided missiles. <laughs> there he is taking a shot at Pantera. Oh my god! So throw this into the into the show notes. There you have it, guys. Another. This was uh, this was our Christmas gift, early Christmas gift to you guys, because our tickets one of our most popular, more popular episodes. Oh, yeah. So we had to go back, and I think we're gonna go, sometime in the future we'll go back again. Yeah, find another Andy Sedaris. I mean. They're so ridiculous and wonderful, and they and they don't try to be anything but that. I mean, yeah. everyone's in on the joke, everyone's having fun, and it's enjoyable. <laughs> I knocked that Griff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we got next week? I I do. Well, I'm gonna tell you anyway. Okay, Griff, you like you like the movie The Warriors, don't you? You remember that movie? The oh, Warriors? fuck yeah! Come out and play. Love yeah. the Warriors. Great movie. Well, Griff, we're not doing that movie. We're doing one better. Oh. We're going to go all the way to the future, Griff. It's the year 1990. Ooh, that's And we're going to do the Italian knockoff <laughs> of the Warriors. 1990, the Bronx Warriors. 
sound. Starring a guy, Mark Gregory. I don't think it was ever in any other movies besides this and the sequel. Well, so, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited, too. But I have seen it. I'm excited to watch it again. It's got our man Fred Williamson's in the... What? Really? Yes, oh, he's in yes. it. This is like a treat. We had Steve James last week and Fred Williamson. Great black guys with mustaches. Dude. We need to do a month of just black guys with mustaches. You think you think we would at some point. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. So, guys, until next time, keep it warm. Yeah, keep it hard, ticket, and Hawaii. Hawaii.